labor camps and prisons for Christians are not a thing of the past. They are in full existence today. On this episode, we're going to talk about the difficulties of living in North Korea for everybody in North Korea, but we're going to also talk about the even higher level of difficulties and oppression and persecution for those who follow or even show an interest in the name of Christ. Some of this is going to shock you that it's existing in today's world. So let's get into it right now. Hey, this is Ryan S. Howard. Thanks for tuning in to my podcast. I call it Your Faith at Work because we want to get your faith out of the church and into the world. We were created to be intentional, influential, and impactful. I'm here to help you reach the potential God created you with, and I'll help you find confidence in your God-given assignments as you advance the kingdom every single day. And we're going to do that in work, in the culture, and in life. Learn more at ryanshoward.org. Well, North Korea has been in the news a lot lately, and uh, well... I'll just start out by saying it is not a great place for anyone to live, let alone Christians. But there's a very special evil persecution that is done for Christians there. And uh, But before I get into that, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, just in general what it's like to live in North Korea. And then we'll talk about how it's even worse for those who want to follow Christ. But before we get into that, um, I just a, a note about South Korea. Now, Obviously, on the border of North Korea, uh, South Korea is a very uh, sort of westernized, um, in my experience. I've been there a few times. I've done some business there, sourced business there, been to factories there, uh, have some good relationships there. And I've even got a family member that's from South Korea. So love South Korea. The people are incredible. I've just really enjoyed the time that I had there and the time working with them. And just one of the things I thought was very interesting is one of the businessmen I was talking to uh, was talking about how everybody in the world is so worried about North Korea. But he said people in South Korea are not worried about North Korea. They've... uh, They've got a military as well and uh, keep very close tabs on all that, but they just don't share the same sort of panic that everybody has about North Korea from a military perspective, from a nuclear perspective, because they're always matching and exceeding and doing all this stuff with spending and obviously paying attention to that. So we get some filters here in the West and different parts of the world um, that may not give the the full picture. Now, it's not to say that they're not dangerous. Of course they are. uh, But... um, it's just interesting uh, difference over there uh, for how they're seeing them. But now to get into actual North Korea, the life there is is very difficult. I mean, it, it, we know it's a communist dictatorship, just straight evil way to rule people. It's an evil regime. And they do a very good job of controlling the access that its people have to outside information and that you know they're seen to just uh see the greatness of the kim family and they have uh you know most people don't have a cell phone there and they are uh their newspapers are all information that the government wants to feed the people it's all part of its propaganda uh, they have anti-United States and anti-Japan propaganda for their children in the schools, even for everybody. But even as young as kindergarten, they're taught anti-U.S., anti-Japan, and it's this big uh, 
<laughs> all this propaganda, basically, is exactly what it is. And, well, most people in, in uh, like I said, don't have a cell phone. Those that do only have access to state-controlled media, and it's not – they don't have access to the World Wide Web. It's not like they can just go Google stuff or go on YouTube or go on whatever. No, 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 no. It's all through the filter of what the government wants them to see. But most people – live in poverty in North Korea. It's very sad. And I mean, it, it, we, we will only get images from them that show it's a very strong country, uh, military parades, a show of unity, a show of all of these sorts of things. And that's all obviously filtered, but you know, the rest of the countryside is the rest of the country and the countryside and, and smaller cities, especially they're all places where they don't have regular access to power heat. Uh, they don't have, uh, you know, even, even in the very far North, even food. I mean, it's just a, a chronic food shortage everywhere. There's basic infrastructure that's not in place, places where there's no roads. Uh, they just don't have access to clean water. Uh, and you know, much of the country just remains underdeveloped. You can just Google, uh, uh earth or look at, um, the the picture of North Korea compared to South Korea and the lights the difference it's just it's very sad uh, so there's you know 25 million people or so I believe in in North Korea um, and their their GDP rates are just very low per person I think there was an estimate of like eighteen hundred dollars per person it's just very poor so not a great place to be for anybody <laughs> so. With that, let's get into life uh, for a Christian in North Korea. Very simply, Christians are considered enemies of the state. Anyone discovered to be a Christian, anyone who expresses interest in Christ or the Bible is considered an enemy of the state, period. It's exactly what it is. It's very clear and direct. Now, North Korea was in the past— this was news to me. I, I wasn't aware of this, but it was a thriving center of Christian worship. So Pyongyang, which is the capital, was previously known in the 1900s as the Jerusalem of the East, as early as the 1900s. They had over 2,000 churches there. What? That's crazy. But in de- you know decades of oppressive rule by these regimes uh, uh, led by Kim Jong-un, it forced Christ- Christians to worship in underground churches, underground settings, and this communist dictatorship. Uh, it's more formally known as the Junch, uh, J-U-C-H-E. That's a North Korean religious ideology that basically requires worship of the and subservience to the Kim family. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what it is. And so the, Christianity is considered... Uh, subversive and it's it's brutally oppressed it's brutally opposed uh by the government and so like i mentioned christians are considered enemies of the state but the gospel is still proclaimed in north korea there's different creative ways that that happens and uh, shortwave radio is one of them and uh just bold evangelists who risk their lives to go and share the gospel and to smuggle bibles in and to smuggle discipleship resources in and many of those are coming from south korea uh which is uh which christianity is practiced freely there um and so but it's just an incredible situation in north korea uh, you know, their government allows for zero religious freedom, absolute zero. I mentioned the Junch uh, so-called religion. Uh, well, it is a religious belief, um, but they require North Koreans to follow this religion. 
And, you know, if a Christian is discovered, they will have very harsh persecution from the government and the community because community members, everybody, including family members, are required to serve as government informants. Government informants. So basically, if they find out someone's a Christian and they don't tell the government, they are now considered an enemy of the state an enemy of the regime, and they're punished as an enemy of the regime. If they're aware of any even Christian activity and they don't report it, they are punished as an enemy of the regime, of this communist dictatorship state. So very harsh, very serious, very big deal. Now, Christians are sent to prisons and labor camps. They are starved, they're overworked, and even tortured. I mean, it's it's just horrible. There's some analysts, I've seen estimates, these uh, Christian and secular analysts estimate that about 30,000 Christians currently suffering in prison and labor camps in North Korea today. Today, 30,000 Christians suffering in labor camps, in prison, in North Korea, harsh torture, starvation, overworked today. Can you believe that? This is enraging and this is happening. This is happening today. Now, the entire family, if a Christian is discovered, the government punishes the entire family. It's not uh, just that person. It's the entire family. So regardless of uh, – it doesn't matter if they knew or didn't know. The entire family is punished. So that really is to incentivize reporting. And so there's this threat of persecution, heavy social pressure uh, that North Korea – have in order to hold to their faith. It's just very difficult uh, and uh, crushing from the government. So, you know, it kind of goes without saying owning a Bible uh, or even portions of the scripture is extremely risky in North Korea. Uh, but there, nevertheless, there are people who are getting God's word into North Korea, and God has called people to do this. And there, you know, very few have access to scripture because um, of this. <laughs> communist regimes unceasing efforts to restrict the access and most north koreans uh the there's these underground christians they memorization of the bible is the safest way and most effective way <laughs> so you know there's others that have this audio bibles and all that but there's really um very creative smuggling operations that are happening and ways to broadcast the gospel on this special radio networks and voice of the martyrs is a ministry that I've mentioned in a few episodes, but they, uh, at persecution.com, they are a huge part of how this is happening in, 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 uh, North Korea today. So they need your support. They need our support, uh, frontline Christians and getting the word of God there, getting Christians there, supporting these people who are risking their lives literally every single day to spread the good news of Jesus Christ and eternal life. So very, very difficult uh, situation over in North Korea. It's one that we need to be praying about, one that we need to be aware of. Uh, and you know, you can see testimonies. You can go online and find testimonies of people who got out of North Korea. You know, to escape North Korea, it's uh, not easy. It's very dangerous, and it's just, it's just incredible that this still exists today. That that this sort of uh, regime continues to exist today. 
So I hope that uh, gave you some insights into what's going on. Make sure to be praying for those in North Korea and those who, and we can be supporting those who are in North Korea. Go to persecution.com to learn more about the activities, the voice of the martyrs and what they're doing. And you can support specific aspects of what they're doing if God really puts on your heart to do that. All right. Well, God bless you. And we'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and you can help spread the word by giving us a five-star review and sharing it with your friends. Visit ryanshoward.org to learn more about how you can advance God's kingdom every day.